I've told the story of us going to see Kobe's last game. I feel like there are some things I, I, I'm not remembering, and I feel like you might remember them more than more than me. Mm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember it too. It was literally at the spur of the moment. We didn't plan anything either. Right. Well, I want to start though. Let's just start with this senior year of high school. Do you remember how you were and like how how I was? What What senior were we year like? Of high school. Were Were we the popular kids in senior year or no? I, I don't think so. I don't know what we were. I don't think we were not. I I guess like because our school was so small, everyone just kind of knew each other. So I don't think there was like the stereotypical like popular kids, but like we didn't know a lot of people and people knew us. But like you know. We're just regular people. Yeah, I'd say we were we were in the middle. I feel like I feel for, for me the popular people, quote unquote, were were like the more the most involved people on campus. Like they had three extracurriculars or more on their resume, and then we were kind I of. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like people were, were like more popular than others because I feel like everyone like knew each other regardless. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying though. Like there were certain types of people where it felt like they had like a like different i guess like people just like perceived them differently because they had like a bunch of like extracurriculars but i wouldn't say like they were like more popular you know like by definition of like popular like people knowing about them and stuff like that right i'm saying i'm saying for for me and you though we were the the type of people to just go to class and then go home and then play league of league league of legends on the weekends and that's it oh yeah yeah, that's true. We were, and we were and basketball, basketball, was like our, <laughs> basketball was like our other thing if we weren't playing league. Yeah, yeah I love basketball. I, I didn't even remember like you, like, I mean, because we knew each other for like, well, like four years because I've known you since like, since you first transferred to uh, TC. But yeah. then like, you didn't follow basketball until like, like your third or fourth year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'd say junior year. Junior year is when I started following it. And then I think that's also when I went got into uh, the fantasy league for for with all our friends in it, right? I think you, yeah, because like the year that I got doing in it for a long time. Yeah, the year that I got in was like the second year that you guys did fantasy. Yeah, I mean we've done it for like a long time. That's why. So like when I heard about like you liking basketball, I was like super surprised, right? Like I remember we started hanging out a lot more because of that. Like we started getting like lunch together. Like we've been out together. <laughs> How many times did we go to like McDonald's and get like something off the dollar menu that senior year? I feel like we went maybe three or four times a week. Yeah, like once every other day. <laughs> who, who and who drove you, Boris? Who drove you? Uh, uh me. No okay. kidding. Nah, 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 nah. You did. <laughs> And then, do so you, then, do you want gas money? No, I'm good. Of course, thanks. <laughs> four years too, uh, four years too late, but it's fine. So, what was so then? We both went to PCC together, and then I went to UCI, and then you went to UCSD, and I think you're doing fine, right, with your business. And how's that fraternity going, by the way? Oh, dude, I was um. I was a speaker for one of like our, our like recruitment events and like stuff like that. Uh, it's like doing really well. Like I made a lot of good friends there. And I think um, for anyone that's, I guess, like transferring like our path, I think for me, it like worked out perfectly because like 
when you're going into a new like environment, I think it's best to try to join like as many orgs or whatever like as you can, just because you want to involve yourself in the community. And for me, I think joining like my frat like DSP, I think it taught me a lot about like my surroundings because like everyone has been there for like like a long time or like there's people that are just like me that are transferring and joining this. So everyone's kind of like in this bubble where you get to like learn from one another. So I think that was probably like what helped me a lot as a transfer student. But yeah, that uh, DSP is really fun. Um, it got me, it gave me a lot of connections. It's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, good to hear. That's good to hear. I yeah. think there's just so many people, I think. Um, you see complaining on on Facebook, the group pages of your school. And, you know, they're always transfers or something. And they're like, oh, I hate it here. It's just like my community college or worse. I think, I think, I think every, that- everyone just has to find like their own thing to help them get through it. Well, the thing about like people complaining about like joining uh, like a university or college that's identical to their like CC life, right? I feel like that's more of like, I mean, I guess it's like a bigger sign that like maybe it's not the environment. Maybe it's just you, right? Because even though I was in TCC with you, I still made a lot of like good friends that I still like keep in contact with. So I don't think it's necessarily like my environment. Like, yes, there are people that, uh, you may not vibe well with, or like, you're not supposed to be friends with everyone, right? Like, not, not like, it's hard to have that energy to be friends with everyone and like always like do a bunch of different things. But at the end of the day, like, if you really want something, then like, you can make it happen, no matter your situation or environment. Because in San Diego, like, or like UCSD, we have like this stigma, like, oh, you see social, you see socially dead. But to me, I have fun like pretty much like every day, right? Like. I study, I like go to school, but I also have time to like hang out with my friends. Like we drive to the beach, we do like all this and that before quarantine, obviously. <laughs> I feel like every community college friend I bring on, we could just talk about community college and transferring for forever. But I want to talk to you about the Kobe, the Kobe game. So what was the morning like for you? Like, do you remember anything from the morning specifically? Like uh, you know, I I feel like me and you, we we both didn't. You know, we were we didn't love high school that much, so it's not like <laughs> we were excited to be there, right? So, like for me, I was just I, I can't even remember what happened during the day, but I just remember the game and like how we got to the game. But uh, yeah, I don't you, remember anything about the day either. <laughs> really, I I just yeah. remember one thing, and that was uh, just driving to school in the morning and listening to a hip hop station, and then the DJ was saying like. Staples Center is going to be the hottest place in the world tonight just because of Kobe's last game. That's all I remember. Honestly, I don't remember. What I, did. I might have been on like Reddit or something. Just be like, like watch, like reading all these posts about like Kobe's last game. Okay. I mean, definitely there were like a lot of like YouTube videos I was watching just like, oh, like, like hyping this, like, the you know, game up, right? How, how are you planning to watch the game before you ask me to like, like drive, drive to LA with you? Okay. So like, as you know the number one kobe fan right uh like most people would watch um the game like regularly on tv but i really wanted to watch the game live like even though like there was no way of me getting in so if you didn't drive me i'm pretty sure i would have like pressured someone to drive me or at least like uber there myself but i'm glad that you know i have a friend like you who shares the same passion as me because like this actually brings up like a like 
the recent passing of Kobe, right? Where like it was at the spur of the moment, like my friend woke me up and called me about like Kobe's passing. I was like, yo, like this is like a joke, right? Because like, you know, as friends, like we always joke with each other, but like this time was serious. And like the moment he told me that, I was just like, okay, like I'm going to Stable Center. I'm just gonna like weep. <laughs> like I just wanted to be there for some odd reason. And like I think in these like situations, like I don't know, like Kobe was just like this person I idolized so much where every time a big event with him is happening, I always just want to be there, you know? Yeah. So for but for me though, I was like just barely a second year fan of the NBA, maybe third year fan of the NBA. So I was pretty new to it. So Kobe was like the only player I knew. But like how how long were you a fan back then? A couple more a couple more years than me, maybe? Yo, I started watching basketball since like fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah, it was around that time when like the Lakers just got back into um like the finals with like versus the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was like when I first started getting into basketball because um I guess like all my friends were playing basketball. And the one team that like I really liked playing, because I, I bought NBA Live like oh six or oh seven, whatever. The first team I liked playing was like the Lakers, just because like they had like this one guy that was like a well, like a ninety-eight overall. <laughs> so I think like that's when I was like, okay, like this is my team. Even though I'm from LA, like I didn't care of it being from LA. I just wanted to be like a Kobe fan. Yeah. So then, so back to that day though, before yeah. you, you thought about asking me or asking other people to take you, were, were like, was um, NBA streams, the, the, Reddit, the Reddit page, <laughs> was, that, was that still on yet or did that not exist? I think it was on. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on. Okay. So back then I didn't know about that. So I, I was just like making posts on Facebook and Twitter to like ask people where to watch for free. Cause I, I didn't have cable back then. Um, so then take me to like the, the, do you remember the moment you asked me to drive you? Cause I think it was after school, right? In the yearbook room. That I actually don't remember. <laughs> I remember getting there. Like we were, we were like talking and like, just like getting like very excited about it, but I don't remember where I asked you. I think so because I was, I was in yearbook at the time. I think I was just hanging out in the yearbook room. Cause that's what we all did after school. And then you just came in to hang out and then you saw me and then I think we were talking about Kobe's game and then you, you just, you just told me like, Hey, let's go to Staples Center tonight and like watch <laughs> outside. <laughs> and I think, yeah, you just did your Boris thing where like you convince people to like do stuff for you. <laughs> and then I agreed. Um, and but then you I wanted I, to, you I wanted to want, watch it with me. Yeah. But then, okay. I don't know if I ever told you this, but my parents were really strict back then. Like my mom was in control of my life. So I said, yes, but like I had to figure out how to get permission from my mom to go. And I th so I told you to go home and get ready and then I'll pick you up later. Right. But yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I actually pulled my car over like when I was really close to my house and I started thinking about whether I should just come out with it to my mom and like, tell her I'm going to go see Kobe because this is a really important to me or if I should lie. And like, I almost mm -hmm. told her the truth because <laughs> almost basically my mom's level of control at this point of my life was like, she would not let me go out on a school night. This was a Wednesday night. Right. And we were two months away from graduating and like, we already got our PCC acceptance letters already. And 
even, but I knew my mom wouldn't let me go. So what I did was I, I called Vivian, my sister, and I asked her what I should do. And I told her like, Hey, I'm just going to come out clean to my mom. And then Vivian was like, you're an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Like just lie and then go. Did I ever tell you this or no? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, that's what happened for me. That was like a life crisis for me while you were getting ready at your house. <laughs> yeah, I was getting yeah. excited, man. I didn't know you were like fighting your own little crisis. <laughs> yeah, because I-, I never had to sneak out of my house or lie to my mom before. So, um, and then, you know, I don't, I don't. We didn't even get food, right? We just started driving immediately. Yeah, we got food on our way back. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I remember being really hungry during the game. So I don't know why are we why were we so stupid like why didn't we just get McDonald's and then eat on the way there and then because we were late because we, we were, were late remember yeah no okay like we weren't late to the game but like because we were because we wanted to get there earlier to see like how parking was but obviously there wasn't like parking on the streets or anything so we had to pay like thirty dollars for parking do you remember that yeah yeah I, I have the I have the ticket stub yeah yeah so like we we thought we were late because we wanted to find parking early I actually wanted to get food but. But you said we have to get there early because of like some like earlier thing going on where like we went like late or something. This doesn't make sense to me though because school school got out at three, and games they don't start until seven thirty. I don't know. Was I, don't I just, know. We had, was I just we had stupid? Like, <laughs> we had a couple hours to go, but I guess we still. I don't know. I feel like maybe we hung out after school because remember how, like at the lunch table area, like we would hang out for like maybe like an hour after school right. and we went home. We probably like got ready or I don't know, maybe we just decided to like go like later. Maybe like you didn't finalize on the idea. Do you remember like if you were like for sure going like, you're like, like you made up your mind, like, Oh, I want to for sure go like right after school. How I remember it is, true we did we we all did like to hang out somewhere on campus after school for like at least an hour so that'd be the four o'clock and then we'd leave and i I guess i guess it would make sense that we would we would start driving like at five but with la traffic like it's probably two hours sometimes to get to downtown la even from where we were Mm -hmm. i think i think i think for me as, as a driver just not having that much experience driving to la and what, what um getting a feel for what traffic is like it didn't hit me that like hey we should get mcdonald's <laughs> first and get and then get like something off the dollar menu and then start driving there i think us starving though it wasn't like necessarily a bad thing because like it made like the food that we got after the game like so much more satisfying i remember that don't you think it might it might it might, <laughs> it, might, it, might it might have been the case that me and you got mcdonald's for lunch that day and that's why we didn't want to get McDonald's again, like three hours later. Is that that's pretty likely, right? Oh yeah, that, yeah McDonald's <laughs> is like our go to our go to place. Like, there's a chance that we got McDonald's at twelve lunchtime, and then like three <laughs> three or four o'clock later, we were just so sick of it already, and we didn't want to get it again. Dang, you're making us sound so unhealthy. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Dude, probably our, like, true though. That's probably our true lunch, though. Yeah, so our high school is like. If you if you had okay grades, you get the one hour lunch, and if you had terrible grades, you'd get the thirty minute lunch, and if you had the one hour lunch, then you can just drive off campus to go somewhere, and we'd always just get McDonald's, all the time. Anyways, 
So we start driving. We get there. We park. Pay the $30. We split it. 15-15. This was before, like, me being clever and, like, finding a parking app on my phone to, like, see where, where like, the cheaper spots around Staples that you can just walk. And then do you remember uh, who we bumped to bumped into in the parking lot? I feel like you don't. No, I don't. Who was it? It wasn't anyone famous. It was just like a family of like British people. Like they had like English accents and everything. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, we were, we were going pro- down like that. Like that I think up, we were going uh, up, escalator. going up. Yeah, going up the escalator. And then I think I was the one that wanted to just be conversational. So I asked them like, hey, are you going to the Kobe game? And then they just, they were, I don't, I don't think they were being mean, but you know, they kind of rubbed it in our faces by saying like, oh yeah, we bought, we bought our tickets like months ago in the summer before Kobe even announced his retirement. I think I, I, so I talked to them and I, I, I thought they were rich and I thought they paid like thousands of dollars for the tickets. Well then it turns out they bought it like in the summer before anyone even noticed. And they flew all the way from the UK to see Kobe's game. And then we just, uh, Rode up the escalators and then we walked to the LA Live area. Anything you want to add? Or like, do you remember seeing anything else? Or I'm trying to remember right now. I remember like, we had no, okay, like, (laughs) there was no possible way of us to get into the game. So, like, did we like settle on like watching it from like, like this like miniature TV inside a store? Yeah, yeah. So it was probably like my third time ever maybe second or third time ever going to Staples Center and to a Lakers game so you know seeing like a bunch of people wearing Lakers jerseys and seeing like the colors that like we all love I was like I was still new to that so like the shock of it but looking back on it now it was like it was like finals game seven levels of crowded crowdedness right yeah and then, like, I remember when you were trying to convince me to drive you, you said, like, come on, man, like, ESPN or the Lakers, like, they, 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 they probably put up screens or something for, for everyone to watch. And then when we got there, like, there were no screens at all. I so thought like, the – because there's a gigantic screen that, like, they usually, like, uh, play, I guess, like, the rewinds of, right? But they yeah, didn't yeah. play for that, that specific game. So I was like, all right, we jump all the way here. <laughs> Right, yeah, we, yeah. We might as well watch it through something. So, like, we, like, looked at, like, these, like, small, like, tiny TVs. They were, like, these, like, windows of the store. Like, we didn't, we didn't even go inside the store. We looked through the window of a store to look at that TV. And then yeah. I, I have a video of us, actually. We were outside of, like, this, like, cafe. And we, were, we weren't the only ones. Like, we're literally surrounded by, like, hundreds of people. And we're just, like, staring at the screen. And it was like the final seconds of the game where Kobe made that shot, and Boy, all of us were just screaming. You're skipping. You're skipping parts of the storyboard. So we got to go in order here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we got there, and then I, I, why, why were we so stupid? Like, why didn't we, why didn't we <laughs> like look on our phones beforehand and look for some ESPN article to like confirm whether or not the Lakers are putting up screens or 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 not? You know. Maybe we did, but maybe we were just like, you know. Nah, we're stupid. We're stupid. We didn't, we didn't look for anything. Maybe we were, I think we were just like some teenagers, like bored and Impulsive. had nothing better to do that night. So then we just wanted to go anyways and just be Impulsive with people. teenagers. Yeah, we were wholesome. That's what. So then, yeah, we, that's true. You're right. We, 
we I, we stood outside the Lakers merchandise store, and they had like a a screen, like a TV screen, I guess, but not like a flat screen or anything. I'd say like I'd say the size of like 20, 23 inch monitor hung on top, no sound at all, but you could see like the game starting. You could see Magic Johnson giving the speech. Um, did you know that we, we bumped into uh, like an old lady from our high school? Apparently she, she, um, I was wearing my, my German class, uh, hoodie and then she saw the temple city high school and then she was like, Oh, temple city. That's me. Anyways, that, that doesn't, that's irrelevant. Um, so we, we, we stood outside that store with like a bunch of other people and I think like Kobe was just really bad first quarter, right? Yeah, he missed like, like all, almost all of his shots. I remember his like shooting was terrible until like the second half. So then, I I think I was really disappointed that um, there was no sound, so we couldn't hear Magic Johnson say the speech because he he gives really good speeches, I think. But we were just watching. It was like it was okay. Crowd crowd level was okay. No, nothing much to cheer about. Um. First quarter ended, and do you remember like what that 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 merch store did? Yeah, I kicked, they they kicked us out from watching it. Like we weren't even inside the store, but like they yeah, just yeah. decided to like turn off everything. Yeah, the monitor was inside the store. We were watching through their windows, and then the store just turned off all their TVs. I and like we never got an answer why. I guess they. Well, I guess maybe we were blocking the entrances or something, and they they wanted um they wanted to sell stuff, but. They didn't want people to stand outside their store. Um, anyway, but then I guess that, that coincided with the first quarter being over. And then we had to go walk so walk around the whole LA live area to like look for something, that, somewhere to watch. And I think we, f- we found that little, did you say it was an Italian restaurant or a cafe or, or what? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was like an Italian cafe or something. There was like, it was just like a hanging like, like screen, right? Do you remember? Yeah, it was even smaller than the store TV. It was <laughs> it was hanging on top of like their outdoor dining area. And then I think we caught like a little bit of the second quarter and then it was just like halftime. And I have this I have the sto- uh, scores here. Uh Jazz Jazz were up 57-42 and then Kobe was like 7 for 20. 18 minutes, but like he, he already had 22 points at the moment. So like we were kind of all hoping that he could pull a miracle. And then what do we do after that? At halftime, I feel like, I feel like we didn't really move all too much. Look for food because Did, didn't we try to look no, for food? No, we no? didn't. I don't think, I don't think we, cause we're so fixated on the game. Like, Cause do you remember like when we were like at that spot for that little cafe area, like we were surrounded by like so many people that were like, we, we physically couldn't get out. You know what I mean? I, I, re- I vaguely remember. Do you, so if you have like a good idea of what the LA live area looks like, like yeah. there are a lot of like burger joints around there. And I feel like we went into one of those burger joints. Like it's, it's like, it's like pink's hot dogs, you know? And we went to these, this one burger joint that had a long line, but like the burgers were 13 or $14, which was like out of our price budget at that point. Yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we, I, I guess we felt stupid for not going to McDonald's. I feel like we, we went in there, waited a bit and then we gave up 
we just i think you again like you're the one that convinces me to do stuff and you're like like we should just get mcdonald's at the end of the game and get like dollar menu stuff (laughs) but so then after we waited we went back third quarter like kobe started heating up Remember anything from the like third quarter before we like talk about the fourth quarter or? No, I don't even remember us like walking around to like burger joints. That, that must I feel like that might have been before like we stumbled into that cafe. Because I remember like at the True. cafe we couldn't we couldn't really move because like there were so many people like surrounding us that like I guess like that also hyped up the, the experience right. Like so like third quarter I think that was when Kobe started heating up and everyone around us was just screaming. And then I remember there was one point in time where like, cause I also fixed it on TV. You're like, dude, like look around you. Like, do you smell that? And like all that stuff, right? Because there's so many people around us where like, to me, I didn't even notice them. But then you saw everything and you're just like, hey, like, you know, it's like super crowded. Do you think we should move? I think I said no. Yeah, I, I kind of remember now. I said, no, we shouldn't move because this might be the only place left to watch watch the game, like in the LA live area. Um, I just remember that that the third quarter was when it started to build up, like the excitement for everyone there, because he he got fifteen points, seven of fourteen in the third, and he got to, he he got to like that threshold of like thirty points, I think, where you start you you start to know like, hey, this player he's having a good game with like thirty points. Um, I don't know. I just felt I as as like a new, a relatively new Kobe fan, new Laker fan. I was just excited to see you know his last performance, but like have it be like an amazing performance, like one of those Kobe stories. Like I, I was gonna finally have my own Kobe story. I wasn't really expecting much to be honest, because like based on like how he was playing for you know like the the whole season. Like, I didn't expect anything over 30, to be honest. But then he had 30, what you say, like, after the third quarter? Yeah, after the third quarter, he, uh, 22, 15, 37. Dang. Yeah, because I remember, like, after the first quarter, or, like, first, second quarter, I was, or, first quarter, yeah. After the first quarter, I was kind of like, okay, you know what? Like, I shouldn't be expecting too much, right? But I think, like after third quarter was when everyone was like, okay, he's at 30. Like, let's see if he can get like 50. I think I just remember, I remember um, hitting the 30 mark was the first time where the crowd went crazy for real. And then up to 40, that was when things started getting insane because he got to 40 and there was still like a lot of time left in the game. So then when, when, when he got to 40, every, every basket, after 40 or every free throw, like it, things just got crazier and crazier. And then 50 started becoming like probably the most surreal experience I had in my life up to that point because 50 points, but like there was still so much time left on the clock. And this is going to sound really corny, but like it was my first time. I, I felt like that was my first time as like an adult in the real world where I was doing something by myself even if, even though I was with a friend and just like the excitement and being in downtown with like everyone else who loved basketball and who loved the Lakers, I just felt like it was really felt like I was united with the city, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely like feel that too. And like, I feel like we were just standing next to each other for 
maybe two hours, right? Third quarter, fourth quarter, an hour and a half, maybe. And we're just standing together and we're just like jumping with like going crazy with everyone else. Um, you still have the stories? What stories? Like the Snapchat stories or like Instagram stories? I have, um, yeah, I do actually. I have, I, I can send it to you, but I have, I, I think I, it was, I was recording with my, my Galaxy, dude, my Galaxy S4 <laughs> Android before I switched to iPhone. And I was just like, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I was a really smart senior or smart teenager back then where I was like, this is a moment that I'm going <laughs> to remember f- four years from now when I do a podcast with Boris. About <clears throat> this. Um, yeah, I think, I think we were just standing next to um, like a bunch of like, there were, there were young people, but they were probably like in their twenties. So we were, we might've been like the youngest people like on the younger side there. Um, I don't know. Like, do you remember anything else? Well, we, I feel like we definitely like were like the youngest in the area that we were like surrounded in. I remember a lot I, of, yeah, go ahead. Cause, go I, ahead. cause I, cause I remember like, <clears throat> like, like us asking like a lot of people, like, or I think it was probably you, like you might've asked people like, Oh, like how long have you guys been like Kobe fans or like Laker fans? Right. And a lot of them were like, Oh yeah. Like 10 plus years, like checking Kobe, like stuff like that. And we're just like, dang, like we're so like, like new to this, but the excitement is like relatively like the same, right? Like we're all so excited and passionate about basketball where like, it didn't matter about like, like our age difference. Like we just all love basketball. So like that United thing, like, yeah, I, I totally feel that. It was, it was my first time kind of understanding um, what it means to be a part of LA and like living around the LA area and the angelino spirit i guess the la spirit is my first time ever realizing that and understanding what that meant i also remember a lot of like a lot of weed in the air like a lot of weed and but there were police officers there were cops standing around like they didn't care at all they just like let it let it roll and this was before like weed was legal so just another thing i remember i I remember that too but i I didn't know if you were like supposed to talk about that (laughs) It's I mean, fine. it's your podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Fourth quarter. Um, so at the end of the third, Jazz were up 75-66. Another thing, another reason why we were all excited is just like it's still possible to win. Like they weren't down by 20 or 30 points like everyone thought they would be. Um, Kobe made three three-pointers. He was eight for 16, four free throws, and then he – he scored 23 points in the fourth. Insane. And every, again, like every shot, it just, it was just like increased the amount of energy in the, in the, in the area. I think, I don't know. How, how did you, any, anything you want to add on like how you felt with every basket in the fourth quarter? And then the two free throws, two free throws at the end, um, the assist to uh, Jordan Clarkson, I think. Anything? Anything you want to add? Well, I think, like you said, like every basket was so intense because, like, not only was Kobe trying to like get—I mean, like a lot of us Kobe fans, right? Like, we wanted Kobe to get to like the fifty mark or like whatever, right? But then, like, if you recall, like the game was also like really like close, so that's why like every shot—it wasn't just for like Kobe adding it, like his stat line. It was like 
like Bakers could win, you know, that's why like it was so intense. Like at the end, like, um, like there's a Kobe three, like right at the like, baseline. I remember that was like super hyped. And then we we're down by like, maybe like one or two. Right. And then that was like the next play where uh, Julius set the pick for Kobe and Kobe essentially hit like the game winner, like right there. And also um, the Jazz, like they had, they had a reason to win the game because they were borderline playoffs, uh, borderline eighth, eighth seed in the playoffs, right? And it, it was only until like at the end of the game where they found out that another team in the West like beat them for the eighth. So then no matter like what, if they, if they won the game or, or lost, they wouldn't be in the playoffs. But up until the fourth quarter, I think they had a reason to like keep trying because – um, if they won, they if they won that game, they could have been in the eighth seed in playoffs. So it was definitely yeah. a, a meaningful game, I think. And the Jazz, like they didn't just lose because to let Kobe uh, win win his last game. Like they were actually trying. Yeah, like I don't think it's like Laker goggles, like you know, <laughs> blinding us. But the game was definitely competitive. I think even for like the first half, like it it didn't seem like it was possible for the Lakers to win. But like you know, they just kept grinding it out. So I don't think it was like a free win for the Lakers at all. I think they were I think Jazz were like honestly trying hard to win the game because at that point they they didn't know if they were they could be in the playoffs or not. The Lakers were just feeding Kobe every single shot they could and they made him play like 12 minutes all like full quarters sometimes. I think the first, the fourth and the first and the fourth he played like the entire quarter. The second quarter, he got six minutes break. Third, third quarter, I think he maybe played all, 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 all the quarter. Um, and that's how that's how he ended up with like freaking fifty shots attempted and then twenty five made, with like a bunch of free throws and then a couple three pointers. Um, yeah, I remember people were complaining that like they weren't passing to Kobe to shoot. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we only everyone just wanted Kobe to shoot the ball. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you're right. Every single time that a, a non-Kobe player touched the ball <laughs> on the Lakers, like we were all booing or mad or just like, pass it to Kobe. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, it was crazy how in the fourth quarter, though, like every they, they, they did what we wanted, which is like every time you had the ball, you pass it to Kobe, and he was just so exhausted. You could just tell. He was like on. He was just hands on his knees and just breathing really hard. Um, I think the only times that a Lakers scored in the fourth quarter was with like uh, was a like a really easy putback or something or a really easy layup or or Kobe decided to pass the ball to make a really easy play. But crazy how in the fourth quarter he was thirty seven, thirty six, I think almost 37 and he was playing the whole entire quarter and all the possessions were like Kobe. Like, I think even though like Kobe was past his prime, he's been like injured a whole lot. I think a lot of us, like we still have like the memories of like the, the old Kobe, right. Where like, he's like a superhero. He can play all these minutes. So I, I don't think, or like for me personally, like at the start of the game, I had like basically no expectations, but at the end of the game, Right, like fourth quarter, I was expecting like old Kobe to be like playing the whole time because like I saw like the potential of him like making every basket, like just based on like his like third quarter performance, right? Like 
he said he climbed to like 37 points. So I was like, knowing Kobe, like the type of player he is, there's no way he wouldn't settle for like less than 50 because he's already at this point. So I, I actually expected him to play the whole quarter. Right. I think, I think, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. Well, I wonder, I like, I wish we could go back in time and ask the people that were like the veteran fans before us to see, to ask them what they thought. But for me, again, like I was just a new fan in general. I was just excited to see a Kobe story happen in real life. Like I, I missed the 81 point game, right? Like, did you, did you see the 81 point game or not? No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't into basketball yet until like oh. maybe like two years after. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like, like I think as young fans back then, where we just hear about the the legend of Kobe, but we never got to experience it really. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everything, and then to be able to see his last game and have it be like one of his best games ever, that was just really like exciting and important to me, and yeah, it meant it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to me too, because before I don't think, wait, I, like I've told you, right? Like I don't think, like actually, have I told you? Okay, well, anyway, but um, I I haven't been to a Laker game where Kobe has played. Like I've been to one Laker game before that game, and it was the what? Because it was Kobe's last season, right? I was like, okay, I have to go. So that was the one game where Kobe sat out. It was against the Sixers, so, so you, it was like, it was uh-huh. cheap. It, like it was the cheapest tickets for that whole season because the Sixers are tanking <laughs> so I was like okay I have to go like watch Kobe at least one time right so I went there but then that was also the one game where Kobe set out so right. I guess like there was no other way to see Kobe so before he retires I want to be at least like within the vicinity of where he's playing at right. so that's why I was so like pressured to go to that last game I don't think you ever told me that no so you you never saw you never saw Kobe like live in person in the arena. Never. Like the closest I got to him like in person like with him in the same arena as me was when I went to like a Demi Lovato concert and he was with his daughters. <laughs> wow. That was the closest I've gone to like him physically yeah. other than like his like last game because like that, I knew like he was playing so like that was the closest I could ever get to him. You never told me that. I I I didn't know. I, I, dude, I actually got to see Kobe once, um, his last season, uh, and it was a game where he didn't sit out, and he actually scored like twenty-two points or maybe close to thirty, I think. Was it versus like Orlando or something? Because I remember you went no. to like an Orlando game, right? I, I, I feel like I did, but the game that I'm talking about was January-ish against the Bucks. Like Giannis was like still new though; he wasn't MVP yeah. yet. It was a younger Giannis, Chris Middleton, and he scored a couple three-pointers, and he got, I'd say, 22, 22 to, like, 30 points in that game, I think. So I was glad I got to see him in person live. And I, I snuck in, um, remember the photography class in high school with Mr. Liu? I, I had yeah. a, yeah, he, that class gave every kid, like, a camera to use for the year. So, and I took mine and mine had like a telephoto lens. It's not like super expensive telephoto, but you could still zoom in really close. And I snuck it in through Staples Center security because the telephoto lens, it had a lock on it. So they couldn't tell that you could zoom in really close. If you like unlock it, you can. So I was sitting 
I think I paid maybe 60 or $70 to sit in the 300 area. So like, wait, there's no way that was, it was that cheap. There's no way it was dude. It was for his last game. I mean, for like his last season, last season, it was a game in December or January. Uh, I went with my dad and Vivian. Vivian was there too. Dude, Vivian got to see Kobe. My sister got to see Kobe and you didn't get to see Kobe. I'm sad. That is sad. <laughs> but yeah, tickets were maybe 60, 60, 70, 80 around there. It was like American Express too. So like my parents had American Express. So maybe that helped. But we sat like 300 area. Like you can, it was totally mid, mid court. It was the middle of the court. Um, and then I just took pictures from my seat of like Kobe and like, they're really good pictures. Like, I feel like I've shown you before, but yeah, you've shown, yeah, you've shown me. Yeah. I, I remember I was like, dude, I'm so jealous. Like, but I think that's what prompted me to like go to a game. I think like the 76ers game was like in like February or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because you went, I was like, there's no way that like this new fan has seen Kobe before I did. Cause I, <laughs> you know, like, like I've been for so long like i like for high school like my first my freshman year like i drew a kobe portrait like that's how much i idolize this idolize this guy right so i was like there's no way i'm not gonna see kobe so the one game i go to he sits out i'm just like oh i'm lucky dude that is so sad if you told (laughs) me if the first thing you told me to try to convince me to drive you to the game that day was that hey hi dang uh i uh I, I went try to see Kobe earlier in the year, but he sat down, sat out that game. So if you could take me <laughs> this game, I would have done it. I think I'm I'm, re- I'm really sure I would have done it for you. Well, I mean, I convinced you without even saying that. So yeah. I guess it, I guess it was all it was all good. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean that that shows like like you know you're like how much you're like passionate about like Kobe and the Lakers, right? Like it didn't even matter whether or not. Like, I liked it because you wanted to do it too. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you convinced me, Boris. I think, I think in the moment I was thinking deep down that like I just wanted to be with other people that night and not like watch alone at at my house. So, yeah, I'm glad you convinced me to go, Boris. I, I think that also um, started a lot of like other stuff afterwards because I remember like for like the finals, right? We uh we went to someone's house. Was it your house for the finals? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because I I remember having a bunch of you guys over and we 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 saw like Game Seven, LeBron beat the Warriors. And yeah, I think, wait, wh- who were you rooting for though? I remember, I remember me. Was it me, me and Nikki, or me and me and you that were rooting for the Cavs? And someone else was there that was rooting for the Warriors. And I, I, I was I was actually rooting for the Warriors. Okay. Because because like I, I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Like I've never seen someone win like a unanimous like MVP. Like this guy was just like crazy that year, right? And it was a 73 win team. And also like as a Kobe fan, I was like, okay. I mean, I was young back then, right? So I was like, oh, I don't want LeBron winning another one to diminish like Kobe's career. But like now, it's like whatever, right? Like they have like separate careers. You can appreciate both of them, right? But at the time, I was like, no, I want I want the Warriors to win. Speaking of the Warriors, though. Did you remember that ESPN put them on their main channel and then put the Kobe game on ESPN two instead? No, I didn't know that, but I knew. Well, I heard more people were like watch the Kobe game, right? I think so. Yeah, but I, people are I, mostly Lakers fans. I'm guessing they were mad that 
that they would put the Kobe game on the second or the backup channel and put like the Warriors game on the main one. But you know, looking back, even as Lakers fans, we gotta admit like what they accomplished that year with like the seventy three wins. I, like it makes sense for them to be on the main channel. And, yeah, yeah, because they're um, they're going for like a stork re- record. Yeah, and outside of like the Lakers fandom, you other people, I'm for sure, other people they they weren't thinking that Kobe would score like more than thirty that night, right? Yeah, for sure. But I guess that also like speaks to the level of impact that Kobe has had, right? Like more people tune in to watch like this player that was past his prime than a team that was trying to set a record. Right. I'm like glad- I remember uh huh. Yeah, can or what are you gonna say? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I remember like we um we were talking about the Warriors game, but then we we're just like, it's whatever. They're probably gonna win. But then for the Kobe game, like we really wanted to see what happened, you know, because it was so different from like everything else. I, I I was just gonna say like I'm glad I'm glad you're mentioning these things because that's like triggering other things that I I remember from from that year in basketball. Like what? What do you remember right now? Or just like you mentioning the Warriors, you know, and then I I remember that. You know they put the Warriors on ESPN one over, over uh, Kobe. I feel like we might have like talked about that, like as like Kobe and Laker fans, we, we probably were like, "Oh, that's so disrespectful." <laughs> back then, yeah. All right, so back to the st- main story, I guess. Uh, Kobe, they they win the game, and I think I don't know. May- did I cry? Maybe I cried. Did you cry? I don't remember us crying. I remember us having like so much fun that we're like we lost our voices. Oh yeah, dude, we we screamed so much. Like I I felt it the next day. I feel like I I cried maybe a little, or maybe I shed a tear. Maybe your eyes got watery. It well, was like yeah. I well for me, I didn't cry at the game, but like watching that stuff afterwards, like maybe like like a year after, like you still. Like when you watch like YouTube videos of that, right? Do you like you still obviously like reminisce all like the memories and stuff? Like, th- is that the thing that triggers you? Because for me, that's what triggers me. Like, just remembering all the stuff that happened that day, like watching these videos. That's when I get like teary eyed. But like at the moment, no, I, I wasn't teary eyed. Okay. Even before his passing, when I would watch the replays of the game, I I would like like cry a little bit. Because oh yeah, I- me too. Because I remember I was there, I was there with you, with a friend, and we were just so young back then, and like we were just ready to start life. But we we started life off with like seeing Kobe's last game and sixty points, last performance ever. Um, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to watch it now though. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was watching um, uh, this interview recently with like Pau Gasol, and like how he was like watching like all these like past Kobe stuff too. And like just seeing his teammates get to yeah, that also like, you know, makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then th- by the time the game was over, it was like super dark out. The sun already, the sun was already gone and we drove home and then we drove to McDonald's and we got, we got food and then I dropped you off at your house. Um, have I, have I told you yet about, what my excuse was for my mom to let me go that day? No, you didn't. You still haven't told me. What? What, what was it? 
It was, uh, I told her there was a yearbook emergency and I, I had to go to someone's house to uh, work on the yearbook. For those of you that don't know, it's like, <laughs> for people that don't know, it's like yearbook, high school yearbook, there's a deadline for you to submit all your pages in so that the companies, they can uh, print out the books for you. So I, I, oh. I told her, I told my mom that there was a last minute emergency for the yearbook and that I had to work on the yearbook. I was a photographer, so I had to, yeah. So I got home at that night at like 11, which now like, you know, 11 is nothing for us. But in high school for me, 11 was like a big deal on a school night. And surprisingly, my mom took it very well. And like, she never asked about it. And I, I think she still doesn't know. Well, you should tell her now. <laughs> I, no. wonder, I, wonder what her, I wonder what her reaction would be. I mean, it's been so long. But like, I've, dude, my mom is... It's just, there's, um, my parents had me later, so they're older, you know, and they don't really care about American culture at all, basketball or sports. Mm, I feel like I don't want to risk it. I don't want to risk it until I'm like 30. Until you're 30? Yeah, 30 years old. Yeah. But I mean, like you're, you're, you are your own person now, you know, it's like, oh, I guess if you're still living under their roof. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe that's a better idea. <laughs> so then, are you? Are, oh yeah, continue. Oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna ask you about like other like just like personal like life stuff, but yeah, if you gonna go back to like your stuff, what are you gonna say? Um, I think lot. I think I think for the next couple of days after that, uh, I think we were just like bragging to our friends that like we were standing outside <laughs> Staples, right? Dude, I still brag to this day, man. I still brag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still brag. I remember, like, we were, like, talking, like, mad smack to people, like, like, Nathan, Nikki, like, that, that, like, basketball group, right? Our fantasy basketball group, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we, wait, we asked them to come, too. They said no, right? I, I don't remember. I feel like this was just so last minute that, like, me, me and you were, like, the last minute guys. Like, we, we just do, do stuff last minute all the time. <laughs> yeah. It would have been fun if more, it would have been more fun if they came with us, but I, I had fun with you. Yeah, yeah, I had fun. I think if there were more people, it definitely would have like up the excitement even more. But like, I guess because it was just us two, I guess like that. I, I feel like that was like um, what solidified our friendship right there. You know, all those McDonald's runs, it led to that. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, that's yeah, that's true. I feel like even though we don't we don't we don't talk that much in the years, it's like whenever I, I I tell my Kobe story, I always mention your name. Like, oh yeah, I was with this guy Boris that <laughs> night. Yeah, that did solidify our friendship. I think I'll I'll always remember that night, and I'll always remember remember like hanging out with you that night. Well, would you say that was the highlight of your year, though, or? If you were to name five like things or like three things from that one year, would that be like in your top? Higher, like yeah, it was my top. It was higher than like even graduation. I just honestly feel like graduations are corny and like they're more for the parents more than <laughs> rather than for you. I'd rank it as like my number number one highlight of senior year, on top of graduating, senior prom, um. The other dances I went to, releasing the yearbook. Yeah, highlight of the number year one. 
And, and up to then, up to that point, I was 17. I, I didn't turn 18 until that July. So up to that point, that was probably the best moment of my life up to that point. Dang, of your life. <laughs> I'm a hardcore Laker fan, Boris. Hardcore Kobe fan. Hey, me too. Me too. Dude, I was so jealous of like all those people that got like his letter and everything. Oh, yeah. That was just that was just like something we couldn't control. Oh, like there were people that got free merch like handed out to them just by standing outside Staples. Remember that? Like you, you were like we were standing outside the merch store, and apparently mm-hmm. you you heard from someone that around the corner from the merch store, um, the, the Lakers staff or whatever they were handing out like posters or whatever to people. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then they ran out. Yeah, they so ran we were, out. We were, yeah, we were too late. Yeah, we were so close, but like, yep. See that? I actually that's, have. You have the. the well, the I actually have something. Well, I don't have a letter. Where like, I have um, I have like his shoe. Like, it's supposed to be like his shoe from the last game. Mm-hmm. I got this as a gift for like graduation. That's the most Kobe thing I have. <laughs> I only have one Kobe item, and that's just a, a Kobe like twenty four shirt that uh, Vivian got me for my birthday. My sister, um, I think she got it for my birthday that year. I think that's the only thing I have. I don't even have a Kobe shoe. Like that's the next thing on my my buy list. Did you did you um wanted did you want to buy anything after his passing? Because for me, I like bought a Kobe jersey just out of the spur of the moment. Uh, I, I I did want to buy something, but they were all sold out by the time I, I I thought about it. The shoes were sold out, the jerseys were sold out, like everything was sold out. But I I already have a LeBron jersey. I have a Kobe shirt. Next thing I want is just like shoes, and I don't care if they're basketball shoes. Like I would wear them every day, just like outside on a non basketball court. Do you have? Any of like the other Laker jerseys? I don't. I just have one LeBron jersey from from the Lakers, and then Kobe shirt. I have a Lonzo Ball shirt that you got me, <laughs> but that but you got me a small dude. You got me a small. Oh, that really? Yeah. So it doesn't fit. <laughs> Dang, that's that's what feels bad. All right, I think I think we talked enough. Um. You told me you told me where you were uh, when Kobe uh, passed. Um, I was working at I was working at Target, and a customer told my boss, and then my boss told me, and then I just thought like this this can't be real. So I ch- I was watching like the self checkout stations, and I just went on my phone. And I was like, I don't care if I get in trouble. Like I need to check. And then I had to I had to keep working for maybe like two more hours, and then yeah. Rough day. Did you did you end up going to Staples Center at all? Like after the like his passing, I kept pushing it off. But then until you know they 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 eventually just cleared all that stuff away. So I didn't I didn't go. You never went like after. Like, I did it. No, I I, I I wish I I wish I did, but I just kept pushing it off, and I didn't want to drive that far from Irvine to downtown. But eh, I, I wish I did. I wish I did. I remember like going 
that very day and like they also had um like the grammys or something right the day that he passed yeah 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 like they're they're like celebrities that were like outside yeah oscars yeah yeah there were there were celebrities that were like outside as well quinn cook was there i saw yeah 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 but i feel like no one was even like looking for like like these specific people because everyone's like looking at the screens that just said like you know like rest in peace i have a question so when which day what day did you go for the uh, memorial outside staples which day it was a day he passed oh really you you drove from san diego to staples no it was the weekend right it was like it was on a weekend right sunday yeah yeah i think i was in la for um like a like a photo shoot for like one of my products or something but i remember like i did like i told you right like i didn't wake up like naturally i woke up to my friend like like spamming me with like this stuff because usually like i'd be like he like spams me with like memes and like stuff that is normal but then like i would check it just like oh you know like he's just like sending me random stuff and then i see like oh my god like kobe's dead i'm like okay this is a joke so like i searched up like kobe passing right the, fir- the very first thing i saw like on the news was like oh like uh lebron passed to kobe right i was like oh, okay so this is a joke you know like there's nothing new and then i see like youtube trending a bunch of other stuff trending like literally like five minutes after and it was like helicopter crash kobe bryant i'm like okay now this is real so i started hitting up um like my like cousin and like my friend like my austin austin fong yeah oh wait yeah no, oh okay well oh, we played basketball to- we played basketball together and we grew up like playing like basketball together and we were we were all like kobe fans we all love the lakers and stuff like that and i called them everyone's just like like quiet like dead silent and, and i like same thing as like how we went to the laker game i think just like for the spur of the moment i was like hey i think um I wanted to go to Staples Center. I don't know why, but I just want to go because, like, this is where you played at. And I want to be within that vicinity. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels like home, right? Like, it'll, like, make me feel better for some odd reason. Like, that's what was happening in my mind. I was like, if I'm at Staples Center, maybe I'll feel better about, like, what just happened because I don't want to think about, like, him passing away. I want to remember, like, the good time that we had, right? Like we watched like Kobe's last game. I want to remember all the good things. I don't want to think about his death, but yeah, like everyone, like we, like they agreed to come with me and then we just drove to Staples Center and there it was like his last game, like literally like hundreds of people just like walking around, like all like cuddled up together. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me, Boris. You're in Irvine. I th- so I think I just got off work and I was just tired and like hit him dying just made me even more tired and just I just want to go home and like lay in bed and just yeah um man I wish I went but oh well my question for you was like the crowds that were there at Staples Center mm-hmm. would you say it was you know the same kind of crowd that we saw on his last the night of his last game except you know different different mood just more sad yeah it was a very like solemn setting like everyone just depressed was uh did you did you participate in the the kobe trash can shooting i actually did not um 
I don't think that was like set up or anything yet. Because I remember that very first day, um, we were, we were actually kind of lost because uh, a lot of the roads are blocked off because I guess they like expected people like me to like just like go there. So they actually blocked off a lot of like the Staples Center areas. So we were like wandering around and then uh, we eventually got to this area, like the LA Live area where we watched the Laker game. And that was where uh, people put up like the memorial stuff. So not like the Kobe shooting, like trash and stuff was there yet. I don't think, but there are definitely like, like memorials with like paintings and just like a lot of artwork. Yeah, I just, I just took a picture of the artwork because it was just, I don't know, it's like super cool. Okay. Well, I think we talked a lot about Lakers, Kobe. Um, any last thoughts about Kobe? For me, for me, it was just like, um, wanting to work in the sports world, wanting to be part of it. I'll always think about him every, uh, every milestone I reach, I think. Um, the week that they had the public memorial at Staples, uh, I got hired by the Clippers like the same week, like that Wednesday, I think. And then, uh, just going to work at the, at, at like one Clippers game before the season shut down. I remember standing courtside for something and I just like, they still had the Kobe jerseys up on top and lights were like shining on it. And I just like looked at it to myself and I got a little bit like emotional just thinking about him and his work ethic and his spirit, his enthusiasm. So that's for me. Any, uh, any last thoughts for you? I think for me, like ever since quarantine hit, like I've put into my mind, like mama mentality for like every single thing, like every day, I guess like that self-improvement thing, I was just like, you know, Kobe, I think I was just like watching a lot of his like old videos, like his interviews and stuff like that. And I guess like his message, like it's always like resonated with me, but after he passed, right? I was like, okay, every if I can get better every single day, because that's what Kobe did, then like I can reach my potential. Because Kobe wasn't like, you know, like he wasn't born the same way like Michael Jordan was like he didn't have like the biggest hands or like, the highest vertical and all that stuff but he worked his way there so I think like Mamba mentality it's like the one thing that's like always like in my mind like every time like I fail or like every time I try to do something new I always like keep that in the back all right well said thanks for coming on the show Boris thanks for having me and also congrats on uh your Clippers thing but come on man Lakers I just, I, dude, I only have the job for like one day. Ah. <laughs> uh. You got that feeling. Want to take the journey with me? We'll turn this floor up into the city.